Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. If you like the video today, please come in and share. We surely appreciate it here on 100 Yards of Football. Special thanks to my producer, the gentleman that's making it happen for me today, Mr. Logan Landers. Many blessings and prayers to you. And I'm your host, Vincent Turner. Special thanks to this video that I'm doing today. In the video is NFL draft prospect of the past in this moment, Dwayne Thomas, the Dallas Cowboys. You know, it's been a lot of great videos that I've done here on 100 Yards of Football, and it's been a lot of great players that's came through, I want to say, our platform. We here at 100 Yards Football, we've been very blessed to have a former NFL great, and Bobby Butler has done a, great, has done a lot of great videos and has brought a lot of great guests on our platform. And I want to give much love and respect to him today. But I'm very honored and very pleased to do the video on this gentleman today, Dwayne Thomas. And before I make one more move and get into this young man, I'd like to give special thanks to two gentlemen that's made it happen for me, Mr. Jeremiah Long, who's produced a lot of great videos, and the gentleman who I just mentioned, Logan Landis. They've kept me alive and they've kept me following my dream of doing all these great players. Dwayne Thomas didn't have a great career in the NFL and didn't have a long one. Um, his career ended not what we really respected, but when you think about all the great running backs that's played in the National Football League that's had great careers, you can go from the list from Gary Sayers to Leroy Kelly to Larry Brown, uh, Jim Brown, of course, O.J. Simpson, Larry Zucker, Earl Campbell, Eric Dickerson, Marcus Allen, Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, Thurman Thomas, Terrell Davis, Earl Campbell, Sean Alexander, Curtis Martin, and Priest Holmes. Well, I'm very sure if this gentleman would have stayed on the great path that I saw him at a young age and followed his dream, and which is not saying he didn't, but Dwayne Thomas today will be mentioned in the breath as one of the greatest running backs that played in this league. I tell you what I liked about Dwayne Thomas. You're talking about sacrifice. And I remember back in 1969, me being a nine-year-old in my hometown of Memphis, Tennessee, I used to follow Memphis State, and I listened to a lot of their games on the radio. And I remember that evening on a Saturday evening that West Texas State came to town. In an article that morning, West Texas State, all the news was about this running back that a lot of people saying could be one of the greatest going into the National Football League. He was a junior at the time. He ended up going on and playing for the Miami Dolphins. We know we're talking about Mercury Morris. But it was no word mentioned about the starting fullback, a gentleman who was blocking for him, who was out of Lincoln High School in Dallas, Texas. Can I say that again? Lincoln High School, Dallas, Texas. A gentleman that came out of the same high school as, I want to say, Chris Bosch, one of the greatest basketball players who ended up who ended up going on and playing in the NBA for the Miami Heat winning three championships. Well, that gentleman was Dwayne Thomas. 
And I said, okay, I remember reading the recap of the game the next morning, Sunday newspaper, being a nine-year-old. Yes, I could read it at time pretty good. I only read the sports section. And I looked at Mercury Morris. I can't remember. I think he went over 100 yards. But there was a little tidbit in there that stated that the fullback played very well that day, that night. Excuse me. And his name was Dwayne Thomas. So I took a liking to Mr. Thomas. And I said, I'm going to follow him. And then I'm thinking about, like I said, he went to Lincoln High School. At the time, they had a running back that was playing for the Dallas Texans that went to the Kansas City Chiefs named Albert Haynes. So I said, you know, this gentleman from Dallas, Texas, drafted by his hometown, the Dallas Cowboys, 23rd overall in the 1970 draft. I said, to be the blocking fullback for a running back that everyone was already giving flowers to being one of the greatest to come into the National Football League, I said, this gentleman got to be special. Then I liked Dwayne Thomas, and I loved his personality. Because at the time, reason I loved his personality, one of his famous musicians that he followed, that he loved, was Isaac Hayes. And you ask me right now, why Vincent Turner mentioned Isaac Hayes? Well, I used to see Mr. Hayes when I was a small little boy at that time come up two houses for me and be with the great David Porter. Both of them was a legendary writers for stack records and they wrote all the songs on the shaft album for the shaft movie that came out with richard roundtree and i was reading this about mr Dwayne thomas and one song he loved about as a case that as a hayes put together was the song called joy then i read more about his personality he loved miles davis he loved herbie hancock he loved Grover Washington Jr. I said, oh, okay. This guy's special. And then he was on that Cowboys team. At that time, they had Roger Staubach, Walt Garrison, Bob Hayes, Ralph Neely, Raphael Wright, Larry Cole, Bob Lilly, Leroy Jordan, Roll Tide, Cornell Green, and Cliff Harris. And I said, okay. But he didn't play so much his rookie year until midseason. And then he came out in the playoffs that year, 1970, when he had over 100 yards against that great 1970 Detroit Lions team that had Steve Owens, Earl McCullough, the great Mel Farr, Charlie Sanders, Alex Karras, Lynn Barney, Wayne Walker, and the legendary Dick LeBeau. Then he had another 100 yards the following week against San Francisco. As a rookie now, that San Francisco team that had John Brody, Ken Willett, Gene Washington, Woody Peoples, Tommy Hart, Texas A&M, Junction Boy, Charlie Kruger, and Dave Wilcox. Got to the Super Bowl. Cowboys end up losing that Super Bowl that year to the Baltimore Colts. <laughs> But he came back the next year, and he wanted to renegotiate his contract with the Dallas Cowboys. And you know how that went. The Cowboys that year 
elected to try to trade him to the New England Patriots, but Pete Ro- Rozelle voted the trade, excuse me. But the thing I like about him, he stood up at that time what was right, and he stood up for what he had done for his production that year. And he called out three of the major Dallas Cowboy guys that ran the organization from Gil Brandt, the Tech Stram, and Tom Landry. And you know how it was back in the 70s. You're going to be labeled a discontent and a troublemaker. Well, the Cowboys, after they got that all under control, he came back his second year in the league. Didn't start to the seventh game that year. He had over 803 yards rushing, five touchdowns. Averaged almost five yards to carry on 151 carries that year. And then his biggest moment was in the Super Bowl when he had 95 yards against that strong Miami Dolphins team. That defensive team that had Manny Fernandez, Bill Stanfield, Jake Scott and Dick Anderson, and Nick Bonacani. Should have been the MVP of that game, but he wasn't. They gave it to Roger Stoppett. But what I loved, what I liked about Dwayne Thomas, he didn't have a problem, but he stood up for what was right. And he got ridiculed. He got labeled. But he stood his ground. You can't take away from his skill set of what he was back then, quickly to the hole, A+. Very creative as a running back, A+. Speed, excellent speed at that time. Now, he was a fullback at West Texas State, but he was a 4-5 guy. The vision, A+. The inside runner, A+. The balance as a runner, A+. The outside runner, A+. The toughness as a running back, A+. The willing to block. A plus, think about this. And yards after contact, A plus. The guy was a blocking back for Mercury Morris in college and still went number one in the 1970 draft first round. But hey, he stood his ground. He still wanted his money after his second year. He was traded to San Diego. And you need to read the rest of the story, but he never really played probably another down in the National Football League. But what I like about him, he went away quietly. And all you hear about Dwayne Thomas now is what great things he does in the community. I believe he's living out there in the Phoenix, Arizona area. But one thing, you always go with what people say. You don't really never watch what the media say. You never watch what social media say. You go on what other people say. When he wasn't in the National Football League in 1973, I noticed one of the greatest leaders who was right now doing his business and doing work in the Washington, D.C. community by the name of J.D. Brown. Look him up. One of the most outstanding guys, community activists during that era, came out and said Dwayne Thomas, who did a lot of work in Washington, D.C. with the youth, said when it came to the community, there's no better individual. There's no better person talking to these kids. There's no better person as a role model and mentor than Dwayne Thomas. Don't look what he did during that time, 
because he stood up to some certain people in the National Football League and the Cowboys organization. But think about the gentleman who could have been one of the greatest running backs of all time. And I tell you what, I used to love Dwayne Thomas. And it hurt my heart that he didn't get, I think, the proper respect and honor back during that time and he had to leave the game. But I tell you what, in his little bitty career, he had over 2,038 yards, 38 receptions, 21 touchdowns. And he was the main reason that they defeated the Miami Dolphins to win Dallas' first Super Bowl when he had 95 yards rushing, 95 touch, tough yards rushing. There's been no better running back with potential who could have made a mainstay in the National Football League than Dwayne Thomas. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure to do a video on him today. Dwayne Thomas, one of the greatest Cowboys ever. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. I surely appreciate hearing 100 Yards Football. Special thanks to my producer, Mr. Logan Landers. And I'm Vincent Turner. When we talk about the Cowboys, and I'm a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. I've been a fan of this organization ever since I was six years old, going all the way back to 1966. And I still love them to death inside out. And the great players, the great, great organization, the great coaches that's been part of this organization. Dwayne Thomas should be given his flowers, one of the greatest Cowboys ever. When we talk about Troy Aikman, when we talk about Michael Irvin, when we talk about Emmitt Smith, when we talk about Russell Maryland, when we talk about Tony Tolbert, when we talk about Leon Lett, when we talk about Darren Woodson, when we talk about Eric Williams, we need to be talking about Dwayne Thomas because he had an early, early play and part of his success early on in the Dallas Cowboys organization. That's why they became America's team. Lincoln High School, Dallas Cowboys, West Texas State, and his favorite musician, Isaac Hayes of Stack Records, from my hometown, the 901, Memphis, Tennessee. Dwayne Thomas, I love you, man, being a Dallas Cowboy. You're one of my heroes. Y'all have a blessed week here on 100 Yards Football. Vincent Turner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.